Gazex, the podcast. Hey, have it, you schlags. How you doing? So, um, yeah, today I want to talk about uh, COVID, or as it's known in the trade, COVID, and um, the, 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 the effects that the COVID has had on everybody, on everything. And um, where to begin with this? <laughs> oh, so obviously, if you've um, been in the world of, uh, of a logical mind, there's no way that you can't not know what COVID-19 was or is supposed to be. And um, what are the lasting um, effects of such, in my opinion, uh, the greatest psyop in a lot in our lifetime certainly in my lifetime um i've got to start where i start really to, to to be fair at the beginning and um obviously at the beginning like everybody we were told that there's going to be this new there's a new virus and the new virus is coming from from china <laughs> and uh I was I bought into it just like everybody else, pretty much the same. It was going to be, you know, uh, I was of the mind because of the propaganda that was told to us that you know this is going to be like a new sort of bad flu strain type thing, and it's novel, and um, you know it, we don't want to overwhelm the NHS with everybody having to go to the hospital because they're having problems, and that sounded very feasible to me personally. That was really feasible. And it was only until um, a little while in that they started, I started to watch the uh, politicians, the likes of, um, uh, what's his name, Boris Johnson. And then they, they had the plinth, didn't they? With, and, and it just, they started, it was the things they were saying, all the things they were saying. It just, none of it, it just, it just, it just didn't make no sense. And the longer it went on, the, the the less sense it made to me, and it, that to me they was very conflicting. These um, these sort of experts, um, I can't remember their names. Is it uh, what was it? Oh, I don't know. There was there was a couple of guys anyway, weren't there? Who have, have since I think have been knighted, or one of them has been knighted. I don't know if both of them have been knighted, but yeah. So it it, it began. It, I started to look into it, and um, I'd already uh, got rid of Facebook. Uh, because I didn't like how that was going, and it was just it was just sucking the life out of me, and so I got rid of it some time before, and I got rid of WhatsApp because WhatsApp. Oh no, actually, no, I did get rid of WhatsApp, and then I got it again. I, I got it back, but um, so I wasn't really uh, on the Facebook side of things, where I suppose there was a lot of a lot of toing and froing, and and in my opinion, probably a lot of automated bots it turns out that they used with their massive psyop to convince people that this is going to be a massive problem um for for, for humanity and for society and it was a massive problem for humanity and society but not in the ways in my opinion not in the ways that, that they were saying and um so i started i had telegram uh the the messaging sort of app if you like or software and I started, to, I was on a few groups on Telegram and I started to search Telegram for other people that were, that were questioning the narrative on all this. And eventually, 
I came across um, a, a, a group, and they were. I'm in um, South Yorkshire, and they were in. Um, they were holding a like on a Saturday. They were having a meeting in Sheffield, and like in the public in in, in Piccadilly Gardens. So I decided to go up there and to check out because what they said in their Telegram post was, um, you know, basically, are, are you are you questioning all these narratives? And I was like, yeah, well, at this point, I really am. So I decided to go there and I, and, and I listened to people speaking and um, and it was very informative. And I met people that were of a similar mind to me. And that's where my journey started to go down the, the rabbit hole, if you like, of what this COVID, or as I like to call it now, COVID, uh, because it is a con, in my opinion. And it has been, and it still, it still is. So, uh, so I met these people. Then I started to go to, I started, I joined a few other groups on Telegram and saw where they were having other meetings and other, other speech, uh, speakers. And there was one in Leeds. The first, the first one, it was like a stand-up-in-the-park thing. And it was in uh, Leeds. And they had a, um, a doctor there and who, who since I think he's uh, been struck off, <laughs> of course, because he was basically saying, um, now this is a doctor, this isn't me who was speaking, this was a doctor who knew all about respiratory illnesses and all this type of thing. So when I saw, uh, when I heard this guy speaking, it, it just reinforced the things I, I, I started to believe. Now at the time, you know, we were told that this this thing escaped from a, a, a potentially a, it came from a wet market, didn't it? Uh, one one theory was for, from bats <laughs> in China, right? And then it was uh, from the Wuhan lab, wasn't it? It was the Wuhan lab. And um, the more I looked into it, the more I thought this is this isn't correct. This isn't this isn't really true. So then I began to, and and the, and the and the actual fear side of things from the government and all the propaganda was really started to ratchet up. I mean, they were really, you know, social distancing. Um, they, I think it, it was, uh, um, was it at this point they started saying about the masks? I'm not sure. I'm not sure when that's, that came in. But once that came in as well, I was very, oh, well, I didn't wear any masks anyway. But it, so basically, I started to go to these groups and meet different people. And I was hugging and kissing strangers, and in a way, I was sort of, sort of trying if there was something to actually get this thing, you know, because they said, that, you know, the survival rate basically is like everybody's going to survive, and and because the what was it the 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 average age of somebody that died of COVID was over the age of life expectancy in this country anyway, so I, I wasn't really worried, and I've had flus and I've had colds and I've been ill before. Um, I've been stung by a jellyfish, a man of war jellyfish, when I lived in Spain. And that put me in bed uh, for about four days. And it felt like I was in and out of reality. I was passing out, not passing out, but just going off to sleep and um, really, really, really sick. And, and it, But that lasted for, I thought I was going to die in that period. And um, But I, I came through that and in the end I was fine. Hence I'm still here. So then... Um, I started, like I say, I started going to all these meetings and uh, all these groups, listening to different speakers, and and they and there was things that they were saying that I I, re I really wasn't aware of, and it was it you know about the agenda, um, agenda twenty one, um, agenda twenty thirty, all these different things. There's a lot of things, a lot, 
And um, more than I'm going to put into this sort of podcast right now, I'll probably might go into some of these things into a different podcast at another time. And then, um, so, I, so I started going everywhere. Then I went to London. And uh, I think the mask, I'm not sure. It might have been the mask. I didn't wear masks anyway. I took no notice. I went to the shops. Um, obviously, I queued up like all the other peasants. And uh, I didn't distance. I, I spoke to people. Um, I really found it uh, amusing how these people were just absolutely sheep-like in, the, in their attitude. And if, you, if you're watching this and you did all these things, uh, and well, then you might be offended by if you truly believe that uh, COVID is some sort of really major situation, or, or was. Um, but, you know, I, I, I for one, my, especially now, I absolutely don't agree that it was anything. I, I, I don't, anyway, we'll get into that. I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead of myself. So uh, I, I was in London and I was surrounded by thousands. I mean, at that one, I think there was about 40,000 people. Trafalgar Square was was flooded. It was full of people and they had speakers and the police presence was very, uh, it was a huge police presence. For something, realistically, that I didn't, I, I, that alone made me very suspicious of everything. The fact that they, they put that they basically had um, riot police, and there were police everywhere, and they had speakers. Um, and I think it was that one that they 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 charged the crowd. I know they charged the crowd on a few, a couple of these um, uh, protests, if you like, or gatherings, and um, and marches because everybody went on a march. But the first one, like I say, there was about 35,000, 40,000 people. And then there was there was speakers. And then everybody went on to uh, march through London. Now, I, again, I was surrounded by people of like-minded, no masks. I wasn't sanitising my hands. And I was doing nothing of the out, out of the ordinary when all this was going on. And, there, and I never got anything. No, there was nothing wrong with me. Nothing at all. I didn't get ill. Um... You know, we then we went into this these lockdowns, didn't we? And um, it it was more fear. It went on and on and on, didn't it? I mean, I'm sure you remember. And what was it for? What was it for? It, ultimately, well, in my opinion, it was for these jabs. It was for these experimental mRNA um, gene therapy because that's what they are. These jabs, and they produced these jabs and got them out in record time. Now, just think about that logistically. How e how easy is it to to actually put um, to do that? How easy is it to do that? The, the 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 logistics, the planning, everything, the development. It's it's impo It's not possible. It's literally not possible. So all this has been, in my opinion, has been pre-planned. It was all been pre-done. I don't know how long ago it was pre-planned, but it's certainly, in my opinion, been pre-planned. And um, so what are the, the long-term effects? Well, from, from my side of it, one of the, one of the main um, effects it's had on me is I no longer trust the media. Absolutely have no trust in the mainstream media whatsoever. I don't trust anything that I'm told anymore on the news or in the media. And, uh, and also then, politicians. I don't trust the politicians. I mean, I was brought up, and it was common knowledge, that you didn't trust the media, you couldn't believe the media, you know, you couldn't read, when it was before the internet, and, um, you know, you couldn't believe what you read, don't believe what you read in the papers. And politicians were known to be uh, untrustworthy. 
So when everybody started to trust what the media was saying and trust the politicians and because of this, on this issue, it, it, it was laughable to me. Whereas people have all of a sudden changed their opinions. Now you can trust a politician and now you can trust the media. And I certainly am um, less trusting of both of those institutions than ever before. I, I absolutely have no time for these things at all. So then we go on to <coughs> financially. Um, they, they locked down the, the, the country and basically put the, put the economy into turmoil. It, it, it's had ramifications with my small business. It, it took loads of people's businesses out. And it's, it's, it's shocking what they've done um, um, for, the, for the reasons that they said that they did it. Because how can you... I mean, it's, it's since been proved that even if, even if this COVID is real, right, SARS-CoV-2 which, in my opinion, it isn't. It's never been purified. It's never been isolated. Um, they've never done Koch postulates. Uh, and this could be fact-checked. You know, this can all be fact-checked. But obviously, you, why do you need fact-checkers uh, these days? Well, it's because they don't want you to know the truth, in my opinion. They just don't want you to know the truth. And the truth, in my opinion, is COVID doesn't exist. Um, it never did. It was absolutely orchestrated to, to get mRNA uh, gene-based gene therapies into people's bodies because that's the only way they could fear the fear the put the public in so much fear that that's what they would do they would they've got to turn to a savior and they were brainwashed hypnotized brainwashed and um it's just basically a lot of people were forced to take these experimental gene therapies because they're they're not vaccines it, they've even stated they don't they it, these things don't stop you getting anything and they don't uh, they don't stop you transmitting anything so it's absolutely um uh, ridiculous why what's the point of them then well i've spoke to people and i've said to them you know you do realize that people that have took these injections you do realize that these things are uh, experimental and they've said they've said oh well, everybody's entitled to their opinion and i've said no if you look at it if you look into it, it's not an opinion, this is a fact. They're experimental. You're part of the biggest experiment in, in, in our lifetimes, medical experiment in our lifetimes. And you're a willing participant. And there's no reclaim, no, no re recourse. If you get ill um, or you die from, from, the, from what you've done, what you've taken, that's on you. That's not on, there's no liability anywhere else. And, um, but they, you know, some people, they just don't hear it. They just don't want to, they don't want to, well, there must be cognitive dissidents um, in their head, I don't know. But they, they just, they literally can't hear it. So then, uh, other, other major problems with this is the, the excess deaths. Now, people have died, and it's been proven that people have died when they've had these jabs. And a, another clever little thing they did when they were giving out these jabs was to say, um, if you, if you're, if, so, so say for example, I, which I'd never would, but say for example, I went and took a jab and then um, I was still classed as unvaccinated. Now, if I would have walked out of th that place where they jabbed me and dropped down dead instantly from the jab, I would have died being unvaccinated because until you've had, I think it was two jabs and it was something like two weeks or three weeks after the second jab, you wasn't vaccinated that was clever wasn't it that was a good way of covering up so so if you had the second jab and then you walked out and then you dropped dead you still died unvaccinated even though you've had both of the experimental mrna gene-based technologies 
Um, there are a lot of conspiracy theories, if you like, about these jabs. Nobody really truly knows. Well, I suppose Pfizer does. Uh, and the other people, or somebody somewhere, they absolutely know what's in them and what they're designed to do. I've got a lot of, um, uh, kip, you know, if you like, it's conspiratorial. Because obviously I don't know. I do know that they're not needed. I do know that you shouldn't take them. In, uh, you know, that's what I, I, I do know that. I, I do know I won't take one. And uh, there is a thing where there's a MAC address. I don't know if you know what a MAC address is, but there's a, there's a MAC address. You can, with your Bluetooth on your phone. And I saw a video when they started jabbing everybody. And somebody had put out a thing saying, if you got, you know, if you scan your, your your Bluetooth, these MAC addresses will come up, and that they think was part because they've they think that that, that some of the people or well, all the people that have been jabbed have now made themselves like antennas, so they're you know with the five G you can track and trace anybody, you can see where they are and all this sort of thing. Now you might be saying, ah, oh, that's ridiculous. Is it? Is it ridiculous? Because I looked, I took that, um, my phone, and at the time when I first saw those videos, and I did that, and I, and I scanned in, a, in an area where there was a lot of people, and a lot of MAC addresses came up, a lot, loads. And then after a while, I think that the, 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 the system, if you like, that's what we'll call the government and the establishment and whoever's, whatever or whoever's controlling this scenario, we'll call them the system for, for the, you know, make it easier. So the system, I think, understood that people were um, becoming aware of these MAC addresses. And then my phone was had an update, like your phones have updates. And then the update, uh, it, it, I couldn't find these MAC addresses anymore. They're just gone. It, it didn't do it anymore. And, I, and it made me puzzled. I was puzzled. But recently, I came across a video that said, if you want to scan for MAC addresses, and you've got, um, not an, it doesn't work on an iPhone, but it works on an Android. And I watched the video. And if you go to, um, if you watch my, um, I w I'll probably put it in a video on my website, gazex.co.uk. I'll put it in a video in, in, in somewhere in there um, because people need to see it. And it shows you how to go into your phone and adjust the settings so you can, again, once again, you can read the Mac settings. And when I did it, I could, it works, and I, I can now see Mac, Mac settings. Um, and a friend of mine who comes in uh, my stream, he, um, well, Slev, he's been at work and he's been he's been doing it when he's in different scenarios at work. And it does really look like... And there was also a Spanish uh, a team, in uh, some Spaniards. There was a video. There is a video somewhere. I've probably got it. And um, what, it, what it does, it shows you they do a controlled experiment. And, um, you know, these guys know what they're doing. It's just not, not, not somebody like me, just off the street. These people know exactly what they're doing. And they do a controlled experiment with the jabbed and the unjabbed in an area where there's no, there's no internet, there's no this, that, and the other. And they, and they get people coming up, some that are unjabbed and some that are jabbed. The ones that are jabbed, long story short, that come up, show a MAC address when they get in range. And the ones that are unjabbed don't. Um, so that's pretty conclusive. They were pretty conclusive with their with their outcome that these people are actually giving off some sort of signal uh, from their body now. And then you've got the the magneteers they're called, and what they do is they put these these powerful magnets on the side of people's arms at the injection sites, and it appears that these magnets are sticking to people uh, on the on the on the injection site, which is you know which isn't normal either, is it? And then we've got the all the football players falling down, clutching their hearts. I mean, some of the most fittest 
um, young people in the world, really. Um, very professional, very fit, highly skilled, highly paid, very highly paid. And now, more than ever, we're seeing people drop down, clutching at their hearts, um, uh, having heart attacks. Uh, some have died. Uh, and I don't know the long-term effects. Apparently, if you get my, my, myocarditis, I think it's called, if you get myocarditis, it's scarring of the heart, and that, it, can, it can be a fatal outcome over years. And just to give you an example, when the jabs were first done, my next-door neighbour, he was a young guy, um, he had a heart attack and he died. Uh, he, had a, he had a heart attack, he's dead, he's no longer with us, he was in his 30s. Now, I don't know for 100% whether he take, took the jabs or not, I can only presume that he did. Um, but my other neighbour, about two doors away, two, three doors away, they both had their, they both were double jabbed. And I said to them, why have you done that at the time? And they said, well, because we, we've got booked a holiday, more coercion, if you couldn't travel. I never expect, expected to travel ever again because I weren't going to take these jabs. So I thought, well, that's it. I'm never, ever going to be able to travel again. So anyway, they took them, and I thought, oh, my God, why are these people doing this? Well, they wanted to do it because of they wanted to go on holiday. He's recently, and he was very fit, very fit man, um, no health issues, working, um, really, you know, fit guy. He, he dropped down, heart attack. Luckily, because of how fit he is, in my opinion, because of how fit he is, he didn't die, and they got him to the hospital in time, and they did a triple bypass surgery on him. And he's just in recovery now from that. Um, another friend of mine back in the early stages, um, he, he apparently died of, of COVID, right? So, and, and it shocked a lot of my friends who, who have, who have since had the jabs. And another one of my friends, he's, he never took the jabs, but his mum did and his sister did, and they've both had strokes. Both of them have had strokes. Um, I've met loads of people that have said, um, they've been ill. Or they know somebody, or the people that they know are always ill. I've met people that have had the jabs and said they've never been so ill. And they're always sickly now, where they never used to be. And the excess deaths, which the government and the media certainly don't want to talk about, the excess deaths now, I don't know what they're running at, but it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that the excess deaths that we're seeing, and it's not, they're non-COVID related... And nothing, you know, the, 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 the MPs don't want to talk about it. The media certainly doesn't want to talk about it. It's only the, the, the um, if you like, the conspiratorial uh, minds that are really trying to bring this to the, to the fore. The fact is, if you've taken these, these, these experimental mRNA gene-based therapies, whatever happens to you, because there's no long-term data, so whatever happens to you is going to happen to you. That's it. You've you know you've made that decision, and it, uh, hopefully you know nothing will happen to you. But I'd say the chances are, uh, on a you know I, I'd say you have shortened your 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 um your existence in in this realm. Uh, personally, I think that's exactly what you've done. Is it for is all this for depopulation? Well, potentially, I'd say it, it certainly is. Um, they, they're talking about how they, you know, there's too many people on the planet. Um, we're using all the resources. We're, we're, I mean, they're even saying now that breathing with the CO2 or whatever is, is, is a, you know, a greenhouse gas and it's dangerous. How can breathing be dangerous? For God's sake, it's off the scale what they're doing. In my opinion, it's just crazy. I just, it, it's amazing to me that they're that they they've got away with this and 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 they're continuing to get away with it, and it's colossal. So what are the other major issues that, that from COVID? 
Well, like I say, the economy. Um, I think the. I think in 2024. A prediction for 2024 is we're going to see a massive collapse, financial collapse. I personally, I'm not an economist. I'm just saying this is what I think is going to happen from things I've seen. Uh, this is so we'll see in 2024 if we if we look back on one of these blogs like this and we look at it and it says I'll either be right or be wrong. Uh, hopefully, I'm totally wrong and there won't be an issue and everybody will get back to normal and we'll we'll all live happily ever after. Somehow, I don't think that's going to happen. They've really, they, they've really, they've really, they've really got a, a lot of agendas working, um, and it's 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 phenomenal how it's all come about. But so, what else is what else is there? Um, ch ch children. I mean, why would children? Why did children have to wear masks, and why did they have to leave school? Oh, because they because they'll give it to granny, and they'll kill their granny. So you've psychologically damaged, or they've the system has psychologically damaged uh, a lot of children, and uh, and ruined uh, a big part of their education because they stopped the education, and so it's having them. It will have a, that is yet to be seen. The outcome of all of that is yet to be actually played out. And we'll only see that in the next few years. But again, if these children have been jabbed, what's the long-term um, future for them? Will they will they reach adulthood at all, even? And then we've got um, there's been studies done now where women, pregnant women, see they encourage pregnant women. Now now they tell women right who are pregnant not to eat shellfish, don't eat mussels because it's dangerous, and stay away from things like cheese. As far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure when my missus was pregnant, but she she ate anything. She ate cheese. She ate she ate muscles. She she just did a normal stuff. And my children are fine. And but they tell women not to do not to do certain things and eat certain things because it's dangerous for a pregnant woman. But there's and apparently there's been no um, research done, true research on pregnancy with these mRNA gene based therapies that are injected in. And um, I've seen data uh, and, and heard from other experts, these are experts, that the um, there's a lot more miscarriages now. There are a lot more miscarriages uh, than there were before. They're seeing a lot more. Um, and it goes on, you know. Um, is it going to affect fertility? I don't know. I, on, on, we haven't seen, you know, we need years of data for all this stuff to, to play out. <coughs> um, it's just... It's, it's colossal. It's incredible to me that they've managed to do this. It's incredible that the people were, were so hypnotised, brainwashed, bamboozled, bullied, coerced. All the things that are against the, in the Geneva Convention, um, you know, for medical experiments. Because you are, if you've taken it, you are part of a medical experiment. Whether you like it or not, that's the truth of it. That is the truth of it. Um... Was it an IQ test? I'd say so. I would definitely say so. It's, it's, it was a massive IQ test and a lot of people failed. But so going forward, where are we going to be with this? I don't know. I don't know if it's a slow kill. I don't know if it's just to track and trace. I know we've got the, the CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies they're going to try and bring in. Um, they're getting rid of diesel and petrol cars, so we've just got electric cars. They're trying to get everybody out of their cars. They'll make insurances go through the roof. This this agenda is it, the catalyst, I, I believe, um, and it's woke a lot of us up. It's a, it's been the catalyst for for the, the, the as Klaus Schwab would say, the Great Reset. If you don't know who Klaus Schwab is and uh, the World Economic Forum, 
I suggest you look into it. I suggest you uh, you Google it or whatever, whatever search engine you prefer. The surveillance state is coming. Our government is out of control. There's no accountability. Um, that's another thing that's happened since since COVID. They've 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 they're just they're, the, the politicians uh, who are paid for, in my opinion. And if you can buy a politician, I'm sure you can uh, you can buy a scientist. And uh, it goes deeper, though. This, this, this. I mean, if you get into the dark side of things, then you start looking at Epstein's island. Now, when you start looking at Epstein, and and apparently he, he well, he was, he was found guilty of um, child trafficking and uh, soliciting child prostitution and things like that. And they 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 say that a lot of things went on in that on that island, and and it was to blackmail uh, blackmail uh, high powered figures in the world of politics and, and in places of power. And it that seems very feasible to me because it seems like... I don't know if you've ever heard of Pablo Escobar. When Pablo, Pablo Escobar at the time was the biggest drug dealer in the world and um, he had a saying, plomo or plata, and it was uh, lead or silver. You can take the money or you can die. And that was how Pablo Picasso, uh, Pablo Escobar, Pablo Picasso, he's an artist. Pablo Escobar, that's how Pablo Escobar, uh, that's one of the ways he became so powerful, because he'd kill his enemies, or he'd buy them. He'd buy the politicians and everybody, you know, he did, he did, he was just um, a a crazy man, very, very dangerous, obviously he's dead now, but he was, uh, look into Pablo Escobar, and uh, there's some fascinating, fascinating stuff on that. But it, but would it be a surprise, right? So we know those sort of types of human beings are have been amongst us, where they're prepared to do whatever it takes to get power and control. Is it is it too far a stretch to say that there's somebody in the background of all of this, a sort of some entity or something, that has the power to say plomo or plata, you take the money or you die, or they get you on an island, they 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 give you some drugs and drink but you they drug you and then you you get yourself in a compromising situation where all of a sudden there's a dead child and it's all filmed secretly and you've done things and then they show you the video and you say now now we've got this on you you either do what we tell you or we release this to the world now you could say oh that's that's impossible it's already happened these things happen blackmail is a thing right and corruption is a thing so don't think for a minute that, that those things aren't possible. They're absolutely possible. What would you do if somebody put a gun at your kid's head and said, you do what we tell you or your family's going to die? What would you do? You know, would you do it? And if you do what they do, if they do what they want you to do, they'll make you very rich at the same time. But you have to do exactly what they, they want you to do. As a, that is a, I mean, obviously, I've never found myself and I hope to never find myself in that situation. I'm not that powerful a figure in this realm that, that would warrant such actions. And maybe that's a good thing. You know, it probably is a good thing because that would be awful. That would be an awful way to live. Uh, so what are the, the other outcomes of all this? So a lot of agendas. There are, there's so much to unravel. Um, I, could, I think I will be doing a lot of podcasts on different aspects of, of the, the outcomes of this. Because this is an unfolding a story. This is not going to go away now. This is part of history. This is now part of... Um, we're living through now a part of history that depending on if people on the whole 
as as a large group survive this, which is very doubtful in my opinion, uh, over the next few years, we're going to see. Um, the year I'm looking to is 2025, and that's purely because there was a website called Deagle, uh, Deagle.com. I think it was called Deagle.com. Anyway, they they were analysts. So they 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 analyse. Um, I think it was like what countries, how many planes they've got, how many tanks they've got, how many, what are their budgets, what are their populations, what are they needed to do a lot of do a lot of analysis. And at the time when I was looking into all this, when I'd, I'd come to terms with COVID wasn't real, and there's definitely something much uh, more nefarious going on. Than, than what they're telling us. It's not about uh, you know some some something that doesn't really exist that doesn't really kill anybody. Um, I'll, oh, I'll get back to my friend. So my fr- um, well, I'll get back to my friend who died of, of allegedly of COVID in a second. So, so then um, Deagle, it, that, that their prediction for world population in most countries uh, like England, the US, Australia. Where our population, I think, I think we've got a population. I think it said at the time on Deagle that the population at the time was 66 million, something like that, and it was to go down to something like 15 million. So you're going to go from 66 million to 15 million, or something like that. There was a massive, that sort of size drop anyway in population, and similar numbers were seen dropping in the USA, Australia, and other countries. Now that was by 2025, and obviously we're just coming into 2024, so there's a bit of time to see. But I did watch a video with a guy who's an analyst, and that's what he does. He analyzes data, and he was looking at the excess death data, and but from what everything he's seen, he said we're on track to meeting those numbers um, by 2025. So we'll see. We'll see what's gonna we'll look like because those of us that haven't taken the experimental mRNA certainly aren't going to die from the effects of that. We might die of other things in between, but we certainly aren't going to die of that. Now, my friend that died um, allegedly allegedly died. Well, I'd say he didn't because I don't believe COVID exists personally. <coughs> and um, one of the big things was so people have said to me. Why? Why did so many old people die? Why was there so many people dying when when COVID was um, when it was there? When you know it, when it was in its glory? Well, one of the reasons is the PCR tests, the tests. Now, if you re- well, obviously you remember the government and they wanted everybody to be tested. So even if you if you had a sniffle, if you had a sore throat, even if you weren't sure, you had, you took a test. Now, I never took any test, and I'll tell you simply why I didn't take a test. One reason I didn't take a test is I don't need a test to tell me if I'm ill. If I'm ill, right? I don't need it. If I'm if if and one of the one of the symptoms of COVID was you had no symptoms. How fucking how good is that? That's unbelievable in itself. So and people bought it. People bought that asymptomatic transmission. What a load of bollocks. So anyway, but that's great, isn't it? So you've got COVID, but you've got no symptoms. Yet somebody else who's got COVID um, is 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 on death's door, you know, or dying, right? So, apparently, allegedly, all that, what went on was the UK government bought um, two, well, I think over time, but this period they bought, and it's all documented, they bought a couple of years worth of a thing called midazolam. And midazolam is an end-of-life drug, as far as I'm aware. And it's also a respiratory suppressant. Now, so what they were doing was, so say like I, I, I fell off a bike, I was riding a push bike, and I fell off and hurt my leg, and I, and I had to go to the hospital. When I went into the hospital, and bearing in mind, at the time of COVID, these hospitals were empty, 
Remember? They were empty. They were telling us the hospitals were going to be overwhelmed. They spent fortunes, fortunes on all this, um, all these other pop-up hospitals down in London and other places, which they never used, right? So the hospital people went round with video cameras, videoing uh, these hospitals, showing that they were empty. They were just empty. And so, you know, it was absolute fucking bullshit. So then... Um, you go to. The, I've had to go to the hospital, for example, right? This is this is uh, just a, you know this never happened, but this is this is what a hypothetical story. So I've hurt my leg on my push bike. I've gone into the hospital, and the first thing they do is they give me a PCR test. Now the PCR test was invented by a guy called um, Kerry Mullins, or Mullis Kerry Mullins, I think his name is, and he won the Nobel Prize in science for the PCR test. And he said, if you use the PCR test in a certain way, you can find anything in anybody. Because all of, most of us have got enough debris from, from, in us from other things uh, that, that you can find anything in anyone. And he also said, it cannot um, detect disease. It can't. It's impossible. The PCR test doesn't do that. It can't tell you if you've got a disease. So, and if you, if you use it at high amplifications, which they did... You're supposed to use it, for example, at four to six amplifications because it's an amplification device for science, for samples, to help them analyse the samples better. But if you use it at 30, 40, 40 amplifications, you'll, you'll find anything in anybody. And that's apparently, that's what they were doing. They were using the PCR test in a nefarious way to find COVID in everyone, right? Even if you had no symptoms. The people were testing um, fruit, Water, Coca-Cola, um, all sorts of things. They were testing them for, for, with these tests, right? They were testing, and they were coming back positive. Now, were a lot of these, were a lot of these tests, um, especially the lateral flow, were they all predetermined already? I don't know. I don't know. But how how hard would it be if you wanted to predetermine a test so whatever you put on it, it says positive because you want a lot of positive um, cases, right? Now, if people didn't take the test at the time, this, this could never have happened. But people did, and that was a failing on the people. But they will reap what they sow if they've taken these jabs, it potentially. Um, anyway, so you go to the hospital, and they use a, PTR, a PCR test on you. That's the first thing they do. They're not interested in your, your hurt leg. And the first thing they do is they use a PCR test on you. And the PCR test is used in such a way that it comes back that you're positive, or it's predetermined that you're going to be positive no matter what. So you, it comes back positive. Now they put you on a COVID ward and they start telling you that you're going to die of COVID if they don't intervene with certain medical interventions. Now, some people, a lot of people did. They agreed, they signed, and then the people in the white coats, they came round and they started giving them, that, giving them then um, things like midazolam. Um, I think there was another drug, I can't remember the name of it, and then they were giving them morphine. But they went in there quite healthy for something else. They, so I've got so, so in this story, in this scenario, I've gone into the hospital. I've gone in for my leg. I've tested positive when I've walked through the door. Um, they've rushed me up to a COVID ward. I'm on the COVID ward. There's people gasping for air on the COVID ward. Uh, they start. It frightens the life out of me. They're telling me all these things that are going to happen to me if I don't let them intervene. So I sign, which I shouldn't, but I did. I sign a thing, right, hypothetically that says that they're allowed to give me whatever powers and drugs they want to give me. So then they put me on a course of midazolam. 
Now, why would you put somebody on midazolam? Because it's a it's a respiratory suppressant anyway. So now I can't. Now I am having trouble breathing because they're giving me high doses of midazolam and, and morphine. And eventually, um, it gets so bad because they keep doing it. I, they put me into an induced coma, and then I die. Now my friend went in, and I'm, I, I, I would allege that that is the scenario that happened to him. A similar scenario. He went in one day. Six days later, he was dead. And uh, and I I have met people that have had relatives that during that period they've died of they had they had cancer and they died of the cancer and they put COVID on the death certificate. I've met people who, who that happened to. Lots of people. I've met people that have had other relatives that died for not nothing to do with COVID and they put COVID on the uh, they put COVID on the death certificate and they've tried to argue and they got into you know they've had real problems getting it removed. There's been people that have been offered. Uh, I think this is more in America than uh, than the UK, but we're offered money to make it, make it so they put COVID on the death certificate of their children um, when they've absolutely said no, they won't do that, and they've offered them money um, to do it. Allegedly, uh, I have seen those things. Obviously, I don't know fully, but it, it does seem so. There was a lot of deaths, and and, and the people in the old people's homes, they were tested positive. They were they were withheld um, vital drugs and uh, put through all sorts of scenarios, and they died. And a lot of their medical records were put as COVID was the, was the cause. So when you look at this in a massive in a massive way, and then you've got people like the ex vice president of Pfizer, Mike Yeadon, Doctor Mike Yeadon is the ex vice president of Pfizer, and he even even he says COVID doesn't exist. He doesn't exist, and you should not go anywhere near these jabs because it's nefarious. And they're dangerous, and they're in actual in actual fact they're deadly. Um, it makes you wonder what the fuck's really going on. You know why is this? Well, me, I've got my own conclude. I've come to my own conclusions on this. It is a depopulation program. It's all about control. It, the, um, if you have got a MAC address, it's for the five G, so you can be track and traced wherever you go. Uh, can they send a frequency out to you specifically to a certain MAC address? Can they send a certain frequency out that that because they can pinpoint you globally? Could uh, send out a, a certain frequency that apparently makes these whatever's in these. I think it's called um, uh, lipid. Is it lipid particles or, or something? And it's inside. They break down and then it releases whatever it releases to cause you problems and then basically make you die suddenly. There's a term we haven't heard before. Died suddenly. Since when did people start dying suddenly? Just dropping down, dying. Now, when when the pandemic was on, I I didn't see a pandemic. I didn't see a pandemic anywhere. I didn't see it. I wasn't stepping over bodies. Like I say, I was going out all over the country, and I never saw anything. I never saw any of these things. Um, to me, it was a load of bollocks, and it still is a load of bollocks, and it's very nefarious. Um, what are some of the other negative things that are coming out of COVID? <clears throat> trust that oh it, it, the police oh god i would never trust those people again ever never i mean i was well i wasn't the most trustworthy uh, person for the police me uh, but now i have absolutely no time we call them the keefs because you can't call them cunts so we call them keefs because you can go up to a copper and you can go all right keith when when keith means what i just said the other word and they just go hello and you think yeah all right um, because you can't walk up to a copper, can you? You can't walk up to them. Plod. You can't walk up to a Keith and go, all right, you can't. You can't. You know what I mean? You get yourself in a lot of trouble. Um, but you can say, all right, Keith, can't you? Just saying. 
And um, but yeah, I've got no. Uh, 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 the, the, these people now, in my opinion, they're giving the wrong people the jobs. But to them, it's the right people. Obviously, they're giving the right people the jobs. And don't forget, during um, the COVID, right, we were still getting loads of mass immigration. There was loads of still people coming in on boats. This and that's ramped up even higher. So that's another story for another blog. That one, uh, the mass Im importation of of these people. But that's another, like I say, that's for another blog, uh, another podcast. So, yeah, the police, I don't trust the police at all now. I've got no faith in them whatsoever. I, I, the last thing I want to do in my life is have any interactions with the with the police at all. I don't want anything to do with them. Um, I don't trust them. Uh, I don't think they're worthy of being trusted. Uh, they're just, for me, they're the gatekeepers for the government. They showed themselves to be yes men and women for the government with with this with the retarded um, bullshit that they were told to enforce, like people sitting on a beach all on their own or fucking walking in the woods all on their own. And because they're not social, you know, because they've gone out of a, an area, this was a test for the 15-minute cities and for for the future that's gonna, they're trying to bring forward to us, in my opinion. But yeah, that was another thing. Uh, one of the biggest things that it did. It, it, on a positive note, it woke a lot of people up. It really has opened a lot of people's eyes to um, the, the world that we're living in. I didn't realise the world was like it is. I, I, sir, I Honestly, I had no idea. I was living in some weird bubble. Um, and I, 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 my, my, that's all gone. It was like, literally like, um, what was her name in, in The Wizard of Oz? Um, you know, you're not in Kansas anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you, 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 this is, you've, you, you wait. I remember back in the peak of it and I was waking up and I was literally waking up thinking like I'd be, I'd be asleep and I'd have a dream like when it was before when what I considered to be normal. And then I'd wake up and realise that no, I'm in this, this, this fucking COVID nightmare scenario that's just going to keep going. And I used to sit up and go, fuck, and I said it out loud a couple of times. Fucking hell. Like, fucking hell. Once your eyes are open to all this mad shit, then it's like, you can't, you can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. It's everywhere. It's, it's in everything you watch, all the propaganda, um, all the, all the, um, what do they call it? Predictive programming in things. It's crazy. The world has changed from what I knew. In such a short space of time, it's incredible. And I think that's happened to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people, I think, of, that's that's the same situation they're in. And it is sort of binding us together a bit because we're of the same mind. We might disagree and, and have different points of view on a lot of things. But when it comes to the actual scamming bullshit of the COVID and the pandemic, we're firmly agreed on that. And that is... That is, I think that this is going to be the most fundamental thing that changes the world and society for the rest of time. I really don't know what's going to go, happen going forward. Um, I don't think is it. I don't think there's anything good going to come out of all this. Personally, I think things are going to get worse. Um, I, I don't want to sound like a depressing uh, person. There are people that seem to think that, we'll, that you can beat this. I, me personally, I don't know how. I'd like to I'd like to see it but I don't really I have no idea how that could happen no idea at all so that's my podcast for today um you know I, I'm gonna have to get used to doing these I, I don't know you maybe maybe at some point I'll get more more skilled and more proficient and and you know have a bit of data in front of me I just I just had that on my mind this morning to just do 
talk about uh, COVID and where we are because because we're not we're not going back to Kansas. You know, we're out of Kansas now. We're not going back like the Yellow Brick Road. The, the curtain we've got to somehow the curtain's got to be pulled back, um, and these little these little minions of the satanic bastards, if you ask me, um, have got to be addressed and 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 took down. I don't know how that can happen. Um, if you if you have been jabbed and you believe the convid and you believe you believe it all to be true, you believe it. You know your relative died of it. You you've had it because you had a test that can't test for it. it it's impossible. The guy who invented it said it. Then come and come and watch me in a in a live stream on um, dlive.tv. Um, go to dlive.tv and then just search all capitals Gaz underscore X. You can find me there. You can send me an email if you want. Um, if you if you well obviously the only place you're going to see this for now is going to be on the website gazx.co.uk. So if you found it and um, you know you have, if you enjoyed it, uh, the little podcast, a bit of feedback would be good. Obviously, like I say, I'm new to these. Uh, some sort of feedback would be would be interesting not negative or positive you know it doesn't bother me there's a contact us page you can go on there um if you'd like to if you'd like to um come on the stream the live stream you know you can come in i have a phone in on there there's there's all sorts of stuff have a look around the website but yeah so i will get better at these i'm sure i will it's all practice and practice makes perfect but so don't believe all the bullshit you know, turn turn your telly off. Stop paying the t- stop paying your TV license for fuck's sake. You don't need a TV license. Stop watching the BBC. Don't watch live TV. <clears throat> don't use the BBC iPlayer. Stop giving them. The, stop giving them the money. Stop giving them their power. Fuck them. The the, the and their globalist agenda and the, all the rest of it. But yeah, my eyes are wide open now. Um, Jesus, who knows what's going to happen? I have no idea. Twenty twenty four, I think, is going to be a fucking hard year. Me personally, I think it's going to be a very difficult year financially for everybody. I think they're going to, I think the screws are going to turn a bit tighter in 2024, personally, or the deaths will, 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 will increase. Or, again, like now, we've got wars, haven't we? We've got the wars now. And uh, that, that, that's a nice distraction because while you're watching these other countries' wars, you're not looking at the war they're having on you and your family and your friends and your neighbours. You're not looking at the war on us. Anyway, that's me for now. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.